Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, sit down, Zumach Podcast, SDZ up in this bitch. It's me, Florida's greatest, Florida's most wanted, the has-been baller, the Lawson's chip-dip consumer, the man in black, and I got a new one, Mr. I-75, Interstate 75, the Z-Man, Chad Zumach coming at you up in this bitch. With me, as always, my man, Tyler. Tyler's at work. He's out of the basement. Yeah. Tyler, a.k.a. I-71. You're I-71, I'm I-75. And the reason why I'm I-75, I realize a lot of my stand-up, I'm constantly, for the past two years, going up and down to I-75, going to Naples. That's just it, huh? So we have, we, have, we have 75 and 71, and 75 is like, it's always in construction here. Yeah. Always. That's what they call the old Browns-Bengals rivalry, the Battle of I-71. Mm. Makes you sense. got yourself a Cleveland Browns hat on, my friend. You ready for some football? Let's do it. Let's do it. You see Baker talking shit. Oh, that's what he does, man. <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect him not to. That's and I these yeah, Cleveland he, Browns fans were like, he "What the too, fuck, man?" He went too far with the shirts. What was the shirts thing? I didn't get that one. Um, it was like uh, like off the leash for one day only. You know, week one, Panthers versus Browns. <laughs> he's just he's just saying he's gonna ball out what did he say he said he's gonna fuck us up did you see that i think that quote was out of context i think no no i just think that he said it to a reporter and then like thought that maybe it was off the record <laughs> I have that's no, my opinion i have no problem with that because that's why i liked him when he was in cleveland because he had that chip that fire and i well, want that exactly right, yeah yeah. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I can't bash it too much. It's just like, cause I love it when it's on my team, but when it's being said about my team, then I'm like, God damn it. Like, uh, you remember Anderson Verajao who used to play for the Cavs, the wild thing. Of with course. The wild thing. Yeah. Like opposing teams hated him for how he played, but he was on our team. So we loved him cause he hustled his ass off. He was all over mm-hmm. the place, but mm-hmm. every other team fucking hate him. Draymond's very, very like suffocating. You know, he was just, he was a defender, man. Yeah. So, I have no problem with Baker, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Browns, but I want him to play well Sunday. I, I mean, if the Panthers get the victory, good on him. We did him dirty, I think. I think we did too. I would agree with that, unfortunately. But it was so funny. I was when I was back home just recently. Was we have we talked since I've been back home? Because you took we took oh, last week uh, off because yeah. last week was like yeah. was a clusterfuck. 
it was wild for me. It it sucked just because, you know, just football season's coming back and like, well, is back and just that. And then we decided to sell our house as well. And just going through that whole process is a nightmare. So it was just, it was just too much all at once. And my son's starting back up at school. Like, ugh, I was just like, dude, I, I don't no, I don't get know it. when I would have a window of time. <laughs> so why are you guys selling the house in the winter time coming up? because my wife wants a different house. What's wrong with the house you have now? There's nothing really wrong with it. It's just like with the kids, you kind of have to tiptoe past their room, basically. Basically buying a whole new house just to get a little bit further away from the kids. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Why don't you stick the kids in the basement? It's, it's It's also like a good time to sell your house and a horrible time to buy a new house. So, like, you know... It's just, a, it's, it's all, it's all a nightmare. You're going to stay in the Cincinnati area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's almost, uh, almost all locked down. You know, wow. we got an offer. We had an offer. And as long as that goes through with the inspection or whatever, I mean, we have nothing to hide with the inspection. It's just, you know, people just get nit, nitpicky and, and that sort of shit. So are you going to make some money off of this? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Selling it for much, 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 much more than we bought it for five, six years ago. I want to own a house someday. I'm going to be a homeowner. I don't know, man. Like, Uh, if you buy it at the right time, sure, it's like going to be the cost of you renting somewhere. But right now is not the right time. Yeah, I'm the least handyman there is, too. I'm going to rent. I don't give a fuck. I'll be dead, but it doesn't matter. I'm just going to rent forever. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's less for other people to worry about when you die. Yeah, I know. It's like, I hate moving too. I can't stand it. Moving is oh, the worst. I'm not looking forward to that. I wouldn't, worse, I wouldn't wish moving on my worst enemy. Like if I hate somebody, I was like, and they had to move. I was like, ah, I don't think they deserve that. Yeah, dude, it's, it's we're, we're actually like with the closing date, we're hoping to set it up. So it's like we close. And it's like a week later is when we actually have to be out. So I can kind of have that whole week of like just moving shit instead of like one day, just like, here we go. Got to get it all. We already gave the keys up. Like, don't lock the door. We can't get back in. I used to have a bit. I used to have a bit on moving that I could never get to work about how much I hated it. I was like, Mm -hmm. I never gave childbirth, but I've have move people before and it's i can understand <laughs> I like that. Dude, i've moved so many times so many i like all these places that like in florida if i move and i live on the second floor now it means i'm just carrying a couch by myself upstairs because there's no fucking elevator like yeah i'm so over it i had to move my sister out when she lived down here in covington i like my knees never been the same since yeah. Her friends are like skating past me on the stairs. Like, excuse me, man. Like you could grab a box. <laughs> yeah. My buddy once said, you know, a good friend will help you move. And I go, ah, it's too bad. We're not good friends then. <laughs> <laughs> and they always ask yeah. you to help you move. They're like, ah, it's just a couple things, man. No big deal. And you show up. It's all fucking day long, nonstop. He's like, don't worry, dude. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting beer and pizza. <laughs> that's what it always is beer and pizza oh cool and I think, free like, manual labor for beer and pizza right they, right i never heard a guy get, get a construction job like hey man i got a job in construction what are they paying you papa john's natty light <laughs> as much as i want 
Yeah. What are the benefits, man? <laughs> I get a high five. <laughs> Sore back. I don't think people have uh, really helped or wanted to help anyone move like after college, right? After they do it once, like, yeah, I'll help you, man. And like after those few times of helping their friends, they're like, fuck this. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, I'm moving in a week. And they're like, good luck. <laughs> start walking away before it's, you can even ask. You ever agree, agree to help someone move and quickly start thinking of an excuse how to get out of it? Like just right away. That happened mm -hmm. to me once. And I, I said, I was like, you know what, dude, I got my grandma's funeral that weekend. I was just going to bring up, a, yeah, which family member can I, can I throw under the bus? Here? Yeah. And the best part was that my buddy goes, dude, your grandma, I thought your grandma died when she was, f when you were five. And I was like, <laughs> and I just wanted one. To, <laughs> it's like, it's like my other grand. She's like my, my, <laughs> or I could have been like, oh, dude, you know how coffin shopping is. It's a bitch. We just found one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it took us 25 years to find the perfect coffin to put her in. <laughs> you know, when we, uh, when we buried my, uh, my grandfather, we actually had to dig him back up like a week later. Really? They put him in the wrong spot. Are you serious? That's great. Yeah. yeah they put him in the <laughs> wrong spot. And when you buried him back up, it was like, it was, it was, it leaked. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's already water in the coffin, which I'm sure happens to all of them. Right. But it just sucks to have to see it. See li liquid come out of it. Yeah. Just like, sorry, man. Sorry, Gramps. Going to move you over a little bit. This is how they treat world war two veterans. My, my whole family's in the same section at the, in this, in uh Twinsburg. They're, yeah. all, they're like all Zumox and they're all like in the same area. I'm probably thinking of the exact cemetery too. Yeah. Yeah. At least like the main one there. Yeah. Spent pretty much all my life going to that place. I <laughs> What's going to happen to me? I should probably, should I write a will? <laughs> mm, I mean, sure. Who would you put it all to? Uh, right now I'd send it to my aunt, and my cousin, Jill, but that's it. But uh, I don't got a lot of shit, but. Yeah. If it's like mostly a hassle, just put it under like Kevin Brennan's name. Oh yeah. That'll, that'll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he left all his shit to you. So you got to go pick it up. That motherfucker. That would be funny. <laughs> Donate. I donated. <laughs> Speaking of which, I want to get into the mailbag of assholes. And mm -hmm. guess what, Tyler? This one's all about you. Calling me out. Great. Calling you out. Um, this one comes from Glenn. You can always email me, chadzumak3 at gmail.com or go through chadzumak.com or just send me a DM on the Patreon. I don't necessarily pick the best message, the most interesting one. This one is about my man, Tyler, with me at the very end. I said, I would have emailed Tyler this, but I can't spell or say his last name. You can't, like, you can't just Solid. see it right there. <laughs> you, can, you can't just write it down. Or maybe he doesn't watch the video. I don't know. True. How, do, how does he call himself a freelance video audio editor, but yet he can't get proper Wi-Fi or a working microphone? Oh, you know what? Glenn's a liar because he he sent this to me too. Oh, he so did. So he so he can't. So he took the extra time to figure it out. Oh, you got an email from him too? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, it's got it because I I believe he just copy and pasted this. Yeah. Okay. I had to turn off the podcast last week because of the noise he was making in the background. It was too fucking distracting. Just end this podcast already. It's not working out for either one of you. And then he says, "P.S. Ray DeVito just 
owned you on Kevin Brennan's podcast yesterday. Oh, so, I don't think I saw that part. Yeah. Who's, who's uh, that? Uh, Ray DeVito is annoying. He's a comic <laughs> who's super, super annoying. And everyone says he's annoying and he's running around gossiping like a schoolgirl about that Burt Kreischer situation. And it's hilarious. It's taken he on. A, he wasn't a part of it. So I. Because he likes the gossip. And I've heard from like four different people that raised like, dude, you hear about Chad? And now this Burt thing's taken on a whole life of its own. Like I, I physically had to get thrown out of side splitters. I mean, it's, it's like, no, that, that, oh, this, that, oh, oh, I thought, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I was like, what? it was like the credit card thing. It just starts taking a life of its own on and they, people are just spinning off new stories from it that don't exist. It got to the point where Ray was gossiping so much. I had to text Mark Norman. I was like, Hey, here, this is what I said. Just so I go, Hey, Mark, this bird story is getting out of control. Sorry to put you in between this. Um, I don't know what's being said and what's not being said or, but I mean, we were both there and I'm sorry that you were in the middle of all of it. I didn't want any problems. That's why I left. Hope all is well. And he wrote back, Hey man. Yeah, I know that was a weird night. Everything's all good, man. That was, that was just weird. He says the whole thing's kind of a bummer. I hate drama. Comedy stinks sometimes. So. Which is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, it was just, I wish, little, she, I wish she sent a follow-up and just said comedy comedy from Kevin Hart. Um, yeah, I don't know. So it's just like Ray's desperate. He, you know, it's not working out for him. So he's making up stories and he's trying to get in with the Kevin Brennan fans. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, they're just Kevin sitting in his new house in Atlantic city Ray's, I don't even, first of all, he says he owned me. I don't know what he said, but Ray doesn't own anything or anyone literally doesn't own anything. (laughs) 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 But you know, he's, he's annoying, but that's that. Mm. Yeah. I know somebody like said, sent me a message saying they did the whole podcast on me yesterday. I was like, I don't listen, man. I know Beck sent me a link. They're hurting hurting for content. Oh, it's rough, man. It's weird. The comedy world right now is just, it's so interesting because you probably don't follow all the gossip, but I guess apparently Anthony Mm -hmm. Kumia and Owen Benjamin, you know who Owen Benjamin is? No, I know Kumia, of course, but. Yeah, they're going at it now. And it's just so. Who's Owen Benjamin? Uh, Is he he like the country? Yeah. Okay. He okay. went off the. He went off and like he's living in like Montana or some reservoir. He went off the grid, and he was you know he was calling some people out early on, and it turns out he was right about a lot of shit. And um, there's this guy Gavin, who uh, mm. it's so exhausting. I can't keep up. I guess he he made a prank that he got raided by the FBI, and he never yeah. did. And everyone started donating money to him for this, and he didn't. Ouch. And he, wasn't gonna, good. and he wasn't going to tell the audience. And I guess Owen found that to be a problem. And it's not cool. It really isn't. So I take mm-hmm. Owen's side on that one. Sure. But everyone's beefing with everybody. I don't know what the fuck. You can get in serious trouble for that shit, too, though. Yeah, that's not cool. Don't. Yeah, don't lie to your fans. Don't don't. There's no prank there. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's theft. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I don't give a fuck, I guess. I try to keep a, an idea of what's going on, but I don't want to be like Ray and run around gossiping just for 
the sake of gossiping. I uh, yeah, like when all that was going on, that was probably my first like introduction, like seeing like all the you know I've always heard like whatever shit you're dealing with, but like I don't know, I, I guess I never like really like paid attention to it the way that I did this this past one, right? And I was just like, man, how fucking tiring is that? Like, just just move on <laughs> just move on imagine waking up every day every single day and just saying you're not funny you suck every single fucking day <laughs> it's just it's exhausting to tell these jokes on stage it just it's just unbelievable i'm fucking getting applause breaks in front of jim brewer's sold out crowd and yet yeah dude tell me about that though. this anonymous dude on twitter you suck you're not funny it's just it's hilarious right right so i worked with jim brewer over the weekend we talked a little bit about on mondays with mazer and it was phenomenal it was so much fun and uh you're familiar with jim brewer right of course absolutely yeah we talked about him early on because he had you know he moved what like near like the naples area or something like that yeah he got the hell out he was like me he was one of the guys like me like uh, New York's not going to be the same for a long time. Let's just get out now. And uh, and I've always respected Jim because he's always done his own thing. You know, he was in the industry. He was in the belly of the beast. He was on sitcoms. He had like development deals. He was in movies, Saturday Night Live, of course. Mm-hmm. And he decided to go another direction and, you know, and really focus in on a standup. And I will say this, and it's not even kissing ass. He should be in the discussion of one of the, top 10 greatest comics of all time of all time. I wouldn't argue it. I wouldn't argue it. I I mean, just based on commanding a stage, a room performance, his commitment to his Mm -hmm. craft, it's on another level. I I take something away every time I watch him. Where was the show? Off the hook comedy club in Naples, Florida, his own backyard. Nice. nice. Mazer came down. No, Tony did not. Oh, okay. I thought, okay. No, okay. I thought you said that he did the show with you guys. I was like, that's pretty cool. No, I did a show with Tony on Patreon and we talked about it, but, uh, it was, it was, it was phenomenal. And, uh, I mean, I just, and getting to know him on a personal level a little bit better, you know, I've met him a handful of times over the years, but now we're like becoming friends and he's the nicest human being I've ever met. He's just a good, good man. And you know, that seems like he keeps out of drama. Yeah. He kind of keeps to himself and does this. Thing. I, I mean, I take a, I just see he's into his craft, his work. And it's like, I'm like, that's, I should just be doing that. Just do so, that. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Stay the fuck away from all the other shit. Yeah. But uh, thanks to everybody that came out. I'm going to be this Friday and Saturday in Port Charlotte off of I-75. Mr. I-75 is going I-75 South to Port Charlotte to open for my good buddy, the great Dave Landau from Louder with Crowder. And that should be a lot of fun. And I think I'm going to be on Kelta, I think maybe Friday morning with Rich Voss. I don't know. Nice. So that's a little housekeeping. But let's keep the comedy drama going. I didn't know anything about this. You sent me the story. Tiffany had a suit. I was hoping you knew something about it because I don't. (laughs) Let's figure it out together. Yeah, this is the Vanity Fair article that I have. It says Tiffany Haddish, whom I've met a handful of times. Very nice. Sued for alleged child sexual abuse, says claims are bogus. Now, it's sure. Now, it says Tiffany Haddish has sued, has been sued by a woman 
and her her younger brother for alleged child sexual abuse claims, which had his attorney is calling bogus. I guess this was refer first reported by the Daily Beast. Uh, they're calling. The, um, I'm trying to think what like the the term was that they were using, saying that she was taking part in oh grooming. Mm. Her and someone else. It was someone else as well. Oh, it says, um, okay. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Aries Spears. Yeah, that's the other name. It obviously sticks out. You know, you're like, what? Dude, you know what? I'm going to try to get Godfrey on the podcast here because he's friends with both of them, like really tight with both of them. Yeah, it's not like, so like, and the, again, I'm, I'm very, uh, I have no clue what this, what this is or where it came from, but uh, it's like, came from a, a skit or a sketch uh, was the excuse that I saw, but I don't know what that means and how that could be misinterpreted, you know, <laughs> and all the way to a lawsuit. Jump on the podcast. If you can for the listeners, just skip ahead 15 seconds and we'll be, all right. I just sent a link to Godfrey. I don't know if he'll jump on or not, but, um, cause he's tight with both of these people. He could probably mm -hmm. clarify it. I guess siblings identified only as Jane Doe, now 22, and John Doe, now 15, alleged that Haddish and MTV alumni Aries Spears coerced them into filming sexual suggestive scenes when they were minors for various comedy sketches. All right, this this sounds like it's a fucking stretch and they're going for a money grab. That's it sounds like they're going for money, right? Yeah, because... Especially with all, like, the, you know, Tiffany has blown up. Yeah, she's huge, and mm -hmm. and no more money, more problems. That's what it is. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Everyone, well, everyone's hopefully, to... hopefully, it's true, right? Tiffany and and Aries are fine and innocent, and all is well. And those people can, you know, fuck off as long as it's true. Yeah, or, I mean, or you I, know what I mean. I met both of them, and I will say this about Tiffany Hannah. She remembered my name, which goes a long way in this fucking business. No, no shit. Yeah. yeah. She's, oh, hi, Chad. I'm like, oh, all right. You wouldn't catch her on compound. No, no, you, <laughs> neither one of them, actually, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> Not even allowed through the front door. Well, um, well, best of luck to Aries Spears and Tiffany Haddish during this difficult time. Thoughts and prayers, blah, 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 blah. Now, Tony <laughs> kind of mentioned this yesterday quickly on the, the podcast, but we, I, uh, I glazed over it. I even fucking let him stick. But there was a wolf that escaped the Cleveland Zoo. Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, it seems like it was caught pretty quickly, but like, I want to know. Was that during zoo hours? Like, I would be terrified if I'm just like heading down a pathway and you're like, is that someone's dog? You get a little bit closer and you're like, nope, I don't think that's supposed to be out like that. A wolf briefly escaped its habitat at an Ohio zoo, but was recaptured. Uh, no guests or employees were hurt, according to authorities. Officials at the Cleveland Metro Park Zoo said the female Mexican gray wolf briefly breached its habitat at around 10.20 a.m. on Monday. Yeah, so, you know, I always had a theory about zoos, and it might just be flat-out true. 
or I could be making shit up. But any zoo I've ever been to tends to be in a pretty shitty neighborhood. Really? And I think that's because in case animals escape, you know, you don't want them going and biting into executives and, and white collar folk, you know? Dude, I live 20 minutes away from Carol Baskin, the Tiger King chick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I still yet to go over that way. Oh, what's there to see anymore? Anything? Does she still have the place? Yeah. She still oh, she does? Do- okay. Yeah. I mean, pull it up. They don't look like nice places, though. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't look like a, a place I'd make, like, a separate trip for. I... I haven't been to a zoo since I was a fucking kid. <laughs> oh, it says well, temporary. Well, I have, I have kids, so I, I've been quite a few times. It says temporary, temporarily closed, according mm. to. Maybe they found her uh, dead husband. Uh, see, right there. Big Cat Rescue, temporary closed. Uh-huh. See how far away. I'm going to call Big Cat Rescue. See if this works. Please do. They have a phone. uh, Carol Baskin there. I'm going to call Carol Baskin. The call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. I did. Oh, no, 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 I got it. That's me. That's me. Sorry. Sorry. 920. I'm not doxing her because it's on the internet, right? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, it's all public. It's right there. Thank you for calling Big Cat Rescue. Dead of COVID-19, the only way to see the cats is on the line on our live webcams. Please note that your contact info and voicemail are being recorded and will be posted online in the event this answering service is misused. Press mm-hmm. 1 for more options. Press 2 if this is an emergency involving a wild cat. Can you Press hear this? If you would like oh, yeah, I got it. The cats and the abuse of big cats as pets. Press 4 for information on volunteering. Which I hit. Press 5 if you would like someone to speak at your event. Press 6 if you are calling about an order. Or you can get an event speaker. To hear these options again, press pound. Press 0 to leave a message. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Operator. Your call has been forwarded to the voicemail for... <laughs> no one is available to take your call. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press the pound key for more options. Yes, I would like to know when Big Cat Rescue will reopen uh, and if we are going to be able to bring our families. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I don't know what to say. That was solid. That was solid. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't know she would like want to... Uh, you know, take me to prison or something. I don't know. She'd try. Yeah. If anyone were to do it. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> so weird. All that, that chaos happened like right down the street from me. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's still in prison too, right? The the Tiger King? I believe so. Yeah. I don't think he got parole. Yeah. That was madness. That whole thing. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, you sent me this, this one, this was interesting. Uh, there's a video online. I don't know if I could play it mm-hmm. on here of this. Uh-oh. 
Is this the uh, roller coaster? Dramatic video shows a fair riding plunging into. uh, This is crazy. This is the video right here. So explain what we're about to see. This is the video. This thing, it just uh, didn't stop itself, basically. (laughs) Wait, where is this? Drops down. This was, uh, I want to say, somewhere in India. This is uh, the $10 tier on the video if you're watching right now. And this this ride, what is this ride? Oh, it look it's like a free fall thing, and and oh, so shit. yeah. And if you scroll down, you can see like a wider a wider shot video. I think. Oh man, and they're screaming. Scroll down. That's all I. That's all I got. Was there not another one? No. Oh man! Oh, it's on the same video then. If you go back up, sorry, it's like that shot that's already there. Yeah. So was anybody killed? Here, this one right here. Look at this. Oh yeah, they got fucked up. Oh, it says multiple um, multiple riders were injured, but reports are conflicted to how many. Uh, but NBC News is saying sixteen were injured. So, I guess no deaths, huh? No, the the Times of India reported people suffered injuries to spine, nose, jaw, citing medical professionals. So they just got fucked up. I mean, there's some strong folks there. This is a carnival, and I can't even pronounce the fucking country. No. Nah. Northern state of India. You ever have fears, like, sometimes, yeah. like, when you're at an amusement park? Yeah, I mean, do you remember... Um... You ever go to Jaga Lake? Fuck yeah! Jaga Lake. Jaga so, Lake, shout out Jaga Lake. So they had the ride there, the um, the rotor, Mister Mister Fall. It was called. Do you what? remember that one, Mister Hyde's Nasty Fall? And it was like it had four seats, and it was almost like an elevator, right? It goes up, and then it pushes out, and then there's some lever that drops, and it drops you. And then you kind of like land on your back. It's like a, you know, like a quarter pipe. Right. And it's, you know, however far down. Well, we were on the ride and me and my buddy and then two other random people, it goes up, it goes out. You hear the thing like engage, like, or disengage, right. To drop us. And we stayed still. And we were up there for about an hour while they were working on it. And that's where it's just like, okay, so is this just going to drop on its own randomly? Is it going to be able to stop us? <laughs> right. That was probably like the only time. I, I mean, I've never been stuck in like you know upside down on a roller coaster or anything like that. But um, you remember the rotor where you like you go up against the wall and it goes in a circle and you, you you're stuck to the to the wall and the the bottom drops. I, I saw a guy slide down and they had to stop the ride, like he wasn't oh, sticking. God, yeah, he just kept. <laughs> yeah he was like he was a big overweight fella yeah i was gonna say he had to be overweight dude look at this video of joggle lake now i mean when i was a kid this place was we go there all the time oh it's there's nothing to it now right yeah and this was the like i mean i was there all the time like this this amusement park you know they had the wave getting the wave yeah i was gonna say it was was joggle lake and sea world yeah they were cool And then back to back. Yeah. Yeah. We go see Shamu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But now my mother at, was now a school it, teacher. Abandoned. Oh, look at that. There's nothing there. There's not. Did they even take like the uh, what is that? Uh, oh, oh, that's a movie. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Oh, now it's going into like Captain America. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, they like even took down the wooden rides. I think there's still structures there. This time around, I didn't go. I didn't really venture out too far when I was at home. I just kind of stayed in the Stowe area and Cleveland area. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, there wasn't, wasn't really much else to do unless you're going to make some like random trip up to Cleveland for, you know, a, a, a concert or, or a sports game. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is what it looks like now. Oh, wow. We've got the weeds growing in. This is more of a, a retro thing for me. Vinny Cash is in Salt Lake City going, who gives a fuck? I always wanted to, I always wanted to go back over there and just hop the fence and see it in person just because it's just decrepit like that. I think three of my cousins worked at Jago Lake. My cousin Jason, Shelly, and Wendy. I remember I was so jealous when I was a kid. I was like, dude, you get to work there? That's awesome. Yeah. I once I, I once had a buddy who who worked there and he said all he would really do is you just go back to like the boxes of like just boxes of the stuffed animals that you win, right? And he would just take a nap on on an open box. <laughs> He's like, it was just so hot. You just stand there all day. That's like when I worked at Kmart, I'd, I'd go sleep in linens. I literally would sleep in linens because there was no cameras. I was like, I can just take a nap here. That's awesome. Ah, <laughs> oh, the best. Now, I just I kind of caught this last minute and I'm I'm not really following along closely, but I wanted to follow along with you. I don't know if you had a chance to read it. Let me pull it up. Now, there's a case going on. This Eliza Fletcher abduction. They found the body near a crime investigation. Did you read any of this? So I looked at it and I was like, okay, maybe this is just one of like Chad's like murder obsession things here. He wants to go investigate this again. Cause I mean, my first question is like, is this a popular person? Like, is this a famous person or is this just, this is just somebody who got abducted. Just some jogger, this woman jogger. Okay. Liza Fletcher. Uh, oh, let me guess. She was probably jogging at night, right? Um, authorities said they found the body where she was jogging. I don't know. Let me kind of skim through this. I would put money on it. The identity. It's, it's of always at night. Yeah. Bonnie McFarlane used to have a really funny joke about jogging at night. Oh, really? I don't remember it. I wish I did. Cause it would make this better story. <laughs> <laughs> Something about she, she likes to run naked. <laughs> I forgot what went anyway. Sorry. I fucked up the joke. So they found the body and, um, da, 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 da. I'm trying, I'm, I should have read this before I started talking about it. Okay. Uh, here, yeah, oh, you're right. He was cleaning blood out of his GMC terrain with floor cleaner and washing his clothes. They said he was acting strange. You think? Yeah. Authorities have said Fletcher, age 34, was jogging around 4 a.m. on Friday when a man approached her, you nailed it, and forced her into the SUV after a brief struggle. Fletcher was reported missing, and she didn't return home. Huh. Wow. So don't jog at night? Is that the moral of the story? What do you, don't be awake at 4 a.m. 
who abducts people anymore? Like <laughs> you're going to get caught, right? <laughs> never in my life had had the herbs of abducting anyone ever. You're just going to get caught. <laughs> it's like <laughs> people, I got to abduct you. <laughs> oh my God. There's a, uh, there's a good show I watched on, uh, it might've been Apple TV. It was called like Blackbird or something. And it was about a guy who did that, but he, he was like abducting girls, uh, like young girls. So it was kind of sad in that aspect, but, uh, it just made me think of this, I guess <laughs> you do the same shit. You know, he would see them walking or jogging alone and you'd stop and, and grab them. Well, the most famous one, and especially in our area, was a national news story. It was, uh, the Aero Castro with the three women. That were oh, I thought you were going to go even earlier than that. Um, the uh, in like Bay Village. Oh, Amy Mahalovac. Yeah, James Renner, who uh, has been on the podcast and was yeah. at Funny Stop. He he was so far into that investigation that he's told the story before. He's like he thinks he found the actual abduct. Like according to his evidence, it was a, yeah. one of his te- school teachers that mysteriously just moved to Florida. And he confronted well, he it was a, his, his school teacher. Yeah. Her school teacher. And he, he had oh, a real sketchy oh. past. Um, I, I don't know all the details. You could go back and listen, but he kind of put it two and two together. And he goes, uh, he, he went to Florida to confront the guy like face to face. And he tells this great story. Like soon as he sees the guy, the guy looks at him, he goes, Oh, you're the investigator. And you want to oh, know about Amy. shit. So he, the guy was following along too. Sure. And I'm sure the FBI, they didn't have enough evidence to, cause you got, cause I mean, think about how long ago that was. Did they, they like, did, you couldn't, how do you even get DNA or anything like that? Yeah. But, um, here, let me call him real quick. See if this works. It never works. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a sad story. That's a sad story. This story is interesting. Like the Ariel Castro one. Um, what was funny was like this whole Ariel Castro when that was happening, like we had a new Frizon office in that area. Oh yeah. A couple blocks away. I was at and that one office. Day, and yeah. And one day there's like three helicopters. Like what's going on there? And it was this. Pick up the phone. Hey man. Hey J- James, sorry to bother you. I'm on my podcast. You got two seconds. <laughs> sure. So we're talking about the Amy Mahalovac situation. I go, who? I mean, I got to talk to James Renner now. Did when you confronted that guy in Florida? That was the teacher, yeah. right? That was the, your prime suspect. Yeah. Uh, well, he was the at the time. The F, I was told it was the FBI's prime suspect. He's definitely like, you know, he's he's somebody that's been on their radar for a long time. And when you confronted him, he he knew who you were, right? Oh yeah, yep. It was down in Key West. Okay. Oh. Yep. I, 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 I did the 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 other move, which was, do you know who I am? He said, "Yes, you're James Runner." Wow. I said, "Damn right." <laughs> <laughs> so l- let me ask you this: uh, uh, Has there been any follow-ups from that? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm we're talking about it. I just wanted to go to the guy who yeah. knows. <laughs> Um, the, I know that they are, they're really working hard on the DNA right now. They have DNA from, that they found on her body and they are trying to use the latest technology to, 
see if it links them back to one of their suspects. Okay. And, uh, and that could be tomorrow. That could be next month. That could be five yeah. more years. Sure. Now is the case closed on the renter end? Uh, I haven't been doing much. I, people send me emails every week still. And if wow. it's a good lead, you know, I send it along to the police or, you know, I look into it a little bit. Um, I, I've still reached out to pretend new, new suspects over the last year or two, but I don't really run a blog on it anymore. I just kind of keep it quiet. And, um, but yeah, I can't, I can't completely set it aside. I'm always very interested in, in um, what can be done and if there's somebody else to talk to. Well, James, do me a favor. When you ever get like a lead or something, send it to me first before the police. I'll do some investigating. <laughs> All right. You got it. All right, James, anything you want to plug before we let you go? Uh, oh, just, you know, for all your James Renner needs, you can go to jamesrenner.com. There it is, James. I appreciate it. I'll talk to <laughs> you right. soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Um, wow. Something actually worked on this podcast. Look at that. See, we're, I like investigating. Hey, um, well, you gotta, you gotta solve this one. Oh wait, what? it is solved. It is solved. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking locked and loaded. The guy killed himself. <laughs> I will tell you two very funny stories. I, I think I've told one on the podcast, but you're going to tell me a funny story as the photos of Ariel Castro are up. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one ties in this Kevin Hank will like this because it ties into a uh, Rover show. So they had this uh, big festival every year called Rover Fest and you know, it would always, you would get, you know, it was just like a big white trash music I've, festival. I've been to one once. Yeah, and he always get like weird music. Like he'd get like Run DMC, but he'd just get DMC, or he would get like two live crew without Luther Campbell. Right. So it was always like a shitty version of what it is. But uh, it was. I always had a lot of fun when I was there when I was working for the station. But uh, the last three years in a row, they had Jim Florentine go do stand up comedy, and it's a fucking. You're in front of like 10,000 people doing comedy. It's pretty rough. So we had uh, written Jim a bunch of Ariel Castro jokes because it was right around the time the kid, you know, they found these, the, the, the victims, yeah. the women. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, they were inappropriate, but they're hilarious and all this, you know, and uh, he was ready to go with the set. Soon as he's about to go on, fucking Amanda Berry, this one right here. I was just going to say she was there. I remember yeah. that. And he was just was, like, what the fuck? They're like, Amanda Berry is here. And, oh, and she looked like she was enjoying herself too, which like, sure, you know, yeah, can get that vitamin D, that sunlight. But. So, and then Nellie's there, the rapper. Nellie brings her oh, out God. on stage and Florentine has to follow this. So he's like calling audibles and left. He's like, I can't tell these jokes after Nellie and Amanda Berry. <laughs> That's a that's a losing battle there. So not only is he following Nelly, but he has to follow Amanda Berry, who got like a standing ovation and everyone was crying and he's he has all these horrific kidnapping jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that Ariel Castro dude, like he had like he was in a band or something and they played on the local news before and like Oh yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, like let me let me pull that up because that was fucking like meanwhile, these girls are like locked in the house chained to the bed and he's on fox 8 jamming in a band just having fun <laughs> oh man let me pull that up because it's it's really it's kind of creepy looking back on it it's weird because he you can just keep a straight face you know i suppose if you're doing it for that long it does kind of become 
normal. I don't know what it, what was his job though. Oh, he doesn't have it. He's dead now. Well, I know here, that. But I mean, here's, on, that here he is on Fox Eight. He's playing a bass, singing, smiling. Yeah, smiling. Meanwhile, women are. Wow, <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. I was yeah, on it's, that. It's show. always like, even like, you know, like if they did like for the, the Amy story, like if they got that guy in Key West, it's like, it's still not like complete unless he's willing to speak about like, what were you thinking? Why? All of those questions. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like the, Castro right. just kills himself. And, and, and so it's still just like, well, we don't get to really. The upright bass is hard to play too. A talented guy. I want to know more about Aero Castro, the bass player, not the abductor. <laughs> He's actually a pretty, pretty good guy. Um, well yeah. liked in the community. <laughs> this man seems cheesy <laughs> as fuck, though. Yeah, no shit. He has the Janet Jackson headphones on. Now, would he keep the the girls up playing the bass at night? <laughs> They just have a broomstick hitting the ceiling. Shut up. Was he keeping them up with the bass playing or the raping? I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I knew that was coming. Yeah. So what happened? (laughs) So was this dude, was this guy pissed when he got, you know, when he got caught because of the band, they need a new bass player now. They needed, yeah. And I don't think finding a guy who can play upright like that is like easy to come by. Hey guys, uh, I got who's, some bad who's news. willing to wear a pinstripe suit. I got some bad news, guys. Uh, I don't think the band's going to go go on any longer. Why? Uh, Ariel Castro uh, just got arrested. <laughs> for saw the news. <laughs> abducted uh, three women, held them hostage, raped them. So uh, and it's hard to find an upright bass player, to be honest with you, for what we were paying them. <laughs> so we're just going to go in another direction. And they're probably just asking, like, all right, so he's in jail for how long then? Like when's he come back? Like no, no, no. That you don't, you don't come back from that. But you notice all these horrific people have like a, 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 a an interesting trait. Like Bill Cosby is like was a great performer, a comedian. Mm-hmm. Jerry Sandusky, from all accounts, was a good defensive coordinator when he was at sure Penn State. Was. And Ariel Castro looks to be like a good bass player. Is there something tied to that? I yeah, I would say yes. Commitment, <laughs> commitment, um, performance, Definitely. you know, there's some performance there. <laughs> this is a fucked up podcast. <laughs> the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, you bring all this up and I think that you should probably keep a closer watch on Ariel spare, Aries spares and, uh, and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. You never know. It's I'm just saying, you know, like I say in breaking bad, Gus Frane was out in plain sight. You thought he was just a yeah. normal chicken shop guy, and this guy was the big meth dealer in the world. El Pollo. El Pollo. Did you watch the last episode of Better Call Saul? No, I still need to get on that whole season. Yeah. That's the only season I have left, but because they took that break in between, because he had to go have a heart attack, I uh, haven't Boy. been able to jump Plus back in. in. <laughs> get your shit together. I know. Fucking finish the season, dude. Oh, my, my heart hurts. So you go through that and you have a heart attack and then you come out like what last week and you're like, like, yeah, I'd like to play some like Jackie Chan type characters in the future. Like, brother, what? Because you want to die on set? Oh, my Good goodness. God. Good God. Good God. <laughs> 
That's uh, Swartzen's always saying, uh, good Christ. Good, good Christ. Christ. Good Christ. All right, guys, listen, thank you so much for signing up to the Patreon. And if uh, this goes out on Wednesdays for free, uh, if you can leave a rating, subscribe to the iTunes, Spotify, share it with a friend or two, get it out there. Let's just get it out there. Help me out brick by brick. Um, that's the only way this thing's going to grow. Cause I, I, because I don't think I'm going to be invited to do Joe Rogan for quite some time. I realize I'm probably never going to do Joe Rogan because of Bert. Yeah. That's it's never going to happen. You know, but also I think Joe's level-headed enough to where you could. I think you can separate that sort of shit. Yeah. I've been in the I same do. room with Joe Rogan. I am, I am the same show with him countless times, and I've never went out of my way to talk to him. When I've talked to him, it was always he was talking to me or I was in the group, but I've never, like, just went up to him because I saw comics do that in LA. It was just so gross. Just so mm-hmm. They would position themselves – just to be able to get some words in. Yeah. And to get in front of him. Like I remember he was in the OR and I think it was Annie Lieberman fucking, I saw her bolt towards his car because he was going to like make a beeline to his car just to get in front of him for a conversation. I always thought that was gross. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it is. That's why I don't play well in this business. Tyler. <laughs> uh, get there. We're still seeing if we're going to do the football pull this season. I got to get out as soon as I'm done with this. I got to get on the phone with Ken and figure out some details. But uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and sign up to the Patreon and uh, follow Tyler. Bookmark his website. You can email him. Apparently, he's getting emails now. That's great. Yeah, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, Send I was a like, message. When I saw it come in. I was like, oh, no way. Someone went out of their way for this. <laughs> that means we're rocking the cage, baby. We're doing it. But uh, count the votes. God bless. Bring home the troops. Bert's a bitch. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) We'll see you next week. That's a wrap.